Hello, you guys. Welcome to our 60th episode. Woohoo! And this is episode number 60 of Soul Grab with Ash and Jazz. Yep. Can you believe it? This is like the semi annual review now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got some little wavelength. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm stoked that we made it through halfway through the year now. Yes. So go down the line and pretty much uh pretty much discuss I I guess we could start with the humble beginnings of when we first started, right? Yeah. Okay, Google. Hey Google. Stop. Hey Google. Hey Google, stop. <laughs> Damn it. I got too many activations going on. Hey Google. Stop. Okay. So you gotta sorry. share with sorry you have to that. share with the audience about your new Google edition first. <laughs> Are you even discussing? Okay, so real quick. I have the Alexa, as you guys obviously know. Alexa has made multiple appearances throughout the podcasting journey. And then for Christmas, since that was just this week, which feels like eons ago at this point, but for real. Christmas happened and my brother, my little brother actually gave me a Google Home for Christmas. That was his present for me. And so now I have the Google and the Alexa and go up in here. And it's hilarious because they both talk to each other. Yeah, they talk to each other. And then it was funny because, like, I had both of them going. Like, I had Google playing Spotify. And then Alexa comes bounding in. And she's like, your package was delivered. <laughs> ah, that is so funny, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. This technology so is just like, hilarious. Yeah. So I literally, and they talk to each other. So it's just been entertaining. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> with your Google Google Home and Alexa. <laughs> with my robot stuff on the joint. For real. So, <laughs> with this semi-annual year review, we wanted to kind of, like, go back. Go back. And, you know, go back way into time. But we first started our whole episode. And then we also want to close up you know wrap up the whole episode uh this particular episode talking about you know what we're gonna expect like what we look forward to into 2019 as far as soul gap goes yeah but essentially our first episode believe it or not was aired on june 20th of this year and i thought it was july but i guess we did start at the end of june we did yeah and what's funny too is that we've been talking about it for such a long time that it just feels so weird, like, just thinking that the first episode was actually in the middle of June. Like, hell, we were talking about it since March. And See, I kind of forget that. Like, I know we talked about it, but then I thought we got it going pretty quick. No, it took a while. And, and that was because of, you know, your situation. And I didn't want to press on it too much. And, I mean, like I said, even when we had the episode with, with Tom and Brian uh, just recently... You know, I was very open and I said that, you know, I purposely encouraged that because I didn't want, first of all, I didn't want to push Ash into a place as far as podcasting go, just knowing her, uh, her background story with her previous podcast. So I didn't feel it was in the best interest to push somebody that really wasn't ready. And so I presented the idea 
back in March because that was around the time that we kind of reignited and touched base again, you know, and see where we were at in our lives because for a minute it felt like Ash was missing. And I knew Ash was in her, her, like, I want to say you were in your mode, so to speak, when you were doing podcasting. And so when that disappeared, that was just like question mark. Okay, what happened? So, yeah, yeah that's how essentially I reached out. And uh, and I was just like, well, I'm not seeing her post anymore. So what's really going on? And so we touched base and you told me about your situation and your personal story and what happened. That's when it prompted me. I'm like, okay, this is somebody. First of all, I wanted to do podcasting. I just didn't want to do it by myself because I just didn't know the know-how. And I just wasn't comfortable with doing the whole show on my own. And I was just like, I think this would be a better opportunity to partner up with somebody that actually knows the damn thing. So that's what kind of sparked up the whole conversation back from the jump when we had it. And yeah, yeah. and that's why I slowly introduced the idea because I just didn't want to push it either. And I knew it was just a matter of just divine timing. You know, when it was supposed to happen, it will happen. And that's that. And that's how we first came on board with it. Yeah, it was it was a whole conversation that started back in March and it was a whole yeah. like idea, but it didn't actually come until the forefront into the end of June. Yeah. So yeah, so but it was pretty cool. And our whole like concept of how we came up with the name was just hilarious because it was like a whole dialogue back and forth on uh, oh I know on our iPhone yeah. notepad like that was hilarious yeah. we are, we still have our little shared notes oh yeah we had to I, I think that's like the key to success especially when it comes to podcast duo work or any type of podcast team is communication you have to have some form of communication where you could just not only just brainstorm, but to kind of like collaborate and, you know, compromise yeah. on essentially the ideas that we could get. Like, I know coming forward, like it was something that um, Soul Guy was like based on the whole principle of sharing our ideas and how do we go about our daily lives. Um, you know, thinking about it from a spiritual point of view, since that's like, an area where we're both comfortable and we both know a lot about just from our experiences. And that's where we wanted to, you know, and it's, I want to say at this point, it's an overall kind of like a lifestyle approach where it's just like no whole bars and (laughs) we keep it 100. (laughs) And, um, you know, and we, we're not like, I noticed that we're not very fearful about speaking against, you know, certain things that we see very prominent, especially in the spiritual community. Yeah, I definitely think that we that, like we don't necessarily hold back. I mean, we don't necessarily like name names, but we will go there where people don't want to discuss or like things that are like more the rebel or like the anti, like this is like what everyone says, but like we uncover a lot of the stuff. Yeah, like for instance, our whole talk about the... Uh about uh, business entrepreneurs who are in the spiritual community and that, that tactic, that very subversive tactic of making somebody believe like they're, they have an issue. Like I still can't get over that whole conversation, dude. Like 
that yeah. in itself was just like because with my personality type like I get a very like offended and I feel very like upset when I see somebody t- being clearly taking advantage of from the very emotional standpoint like bitch there's conf- there's consequences when you do when you fuck around with stuff like that period oh of course and- yeah and I think that's like the that was like one of the biggest ones and then also going back to that whole episode where we kind of talked a lot about the coaching industry yeah and that was from the episode I want to say oh it was episode 15 yeah 14 and 15 because it was a two-parter situation oh that's right yeah it was a two-parter because I didn't even know that I was going to go through my whole journey (laughs) no but it was very helpful because it's stuff like that that was like totally relatable to the topic anyways yeah but that was like that time because I remember this that was the the next day I broke that bowl <laughs> and then I saw rainbows in the shower and which was totally not by accident no I'm like yeah I feel clear and I'm like I see rainbows in the shower and then it's like I broke a plate <laughs> yeah no and I remember you posted on Twitter and I was just like dude like that's that's definitely a sign like yeah like that's it was definitely meant to happen forward. Yeah, like it had to come out. And same thing with everything else that we've talked about. It's like, and I think I I feel like that overall, I'm sure the listeners maybe can relate, but it's like, I think through the the point of the show over the last like 60 episodes, we've definitely got into a place where it's like, I feel like we really don't hold back. Like, I'm not saying at the very beginning, I know for myself, like until I was able to really like... I think once we hit that point where it's like we kind of talked about the whole narcissistic like that was when it was kind of like okay it's all out in the open like even though there were certain things that were still like kind of coming forward for me but like I've seen like the transformation in the sense of like really going to the the places that I was afraid to talk about dude then coming back to now now that you feel so open and and since we're actually on the topic about narcissism did it ever felt like in that whole process when you were in the middle of coming out of it yeah did you ever think like shit could I be the narcissist like can I am I the one being a narcissist like that type of a thing because I know I felt it like for me like I felt like I I got so like like it was just self-guilt that I was walking around with. And that's why at one point, like, I totally disappeared off of Instagram. For, and there were a few people that, like, and I remember I had talked about this before, that people of certain followers who were, like, very loyal to me, they would they were contacting me on the DM. They were saying, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And I was going through an episode where it was so depressing because I started to, like, be so self-analytical and yeah. trying to convince myself like I'm not the one with the problem but I couldn't help but felt like shit am I being a narcissist like I started well, to see, question about me, that I definitely relate to that because I think I've talked about this too but it's like for me I never really went to the point where I thought I was a narcissist but I definitely was like way more critical and way more self-analyzing and way like I went to a place that I've never been before which is like overthinking to the extremity like now I have I guess in a weird way it's like it's made me have more empathy for people that do overthink a lot yeah but 
I've never been like that. So even kind of getting back into the groove with podcasting, it's like I, I it took me a, a while to kind of get back into my groove. Not, not so much on our show because we have like this dialogue, but like more so for my personal one. Like I got so in my own way in the sense of like overanalyzing everything I shared because I got to that like based on everything that went down after having having every single post that I made, having people be so critical of it and like telling me that I'm not telling a story that I'm not good enough or that it's pointless. That took me to that place. And I think for me, it was more thinking I was a bad person. Not so I don't I don't think I ever labeled it narcissism like narcissist, but I definitely went to a dark place where I thought I was such a bad person and there was something wrong with me and everything I've ever done in my life is horrible. Yeah, no, I mean this form of narcissistic abuse put me to the point where it it, it kinda like it's a direct relation, even though it's kind of different on my end. But it got me mm-hmm. to a place where I felt like like shit, do I really think I'm a know it all? Do I really think, like, how can people take me so serious if I'm coming across? I was so, like, like not definitely afraid, but, like, I was so, like, in a place where it was just so dark that I started to question things, like, do I really have the say-so to tell people or to educate people the way I do on Instagram? Like, that's how bad it got. Because, But that's because... Again, I, and not to totally victimize myself in this situation, but that's how abusive it was. It was so malignant in a way where it got me to the point where it, like, really fucked me up psychologically. Oh, for sure. And I I definitely went through that. Like, I know we relate to that. Like, I relate to that. And I'm sure other people that are listening can relate to that because it gets you it gets you to a place that you don't even recognize yourself. And now I'm kind of calling it like that was the phase when I was like a shell of myself because I was so beaten down. Yeah. And so I had no self-esteem left. I had like, I didn't same thing as you in a weird way, like similar, not like I was educating people, but it's like, I got to the point where I was just like, I have nothing to contribute. I'm not a good storyteller. I'm just, I don't have anything to say or add. And over the course of the year, well, like half a year, especially with the podcast that we started, it's gotten less and less and less to the point where I finally, like today, I'm like, you know, I feel more like myself because now I'm not, I'm not in that position where I feel like I have to hide or like I shouldn't show up. Yeah. And that's exactly, I think like I took that break purposely to try to like, try to escape. And then in my, like one day during my meditation, I felt like this need to be like, Jazz, okay, when are you going to stop running? Like, when are you going to stop, like, letting people decide who you are to the world? Like, you define that. And it was that sense of tough love from my inner self where, you know, I was just like, I'm tired of fucking doing this. Like, every time I'm getting beaten down by some asshole prick that had (laughs) definitely didn't have no, like, say-so. In regards right. to anything, who I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like he really didn't improve really much to society anyway, to, other than be a troublemaker. Right. I'm gonna let that one person decide my whole path, and it yeah. was from that point on. I was just like, you know what, this is it. I'm done. 
I'm just done. I'm cutting this off and this no longer works for me. And I'm going to go back to being who I am and who I feel comfortable doing. And there's not going to yeah. be no conversations with myself about whether if I'm doing the right thing or not. It's going to show. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's like kind of goes back in line with that whole conversation we had about perception and how everyone's going to have their own perception. Because yep. that's kind of where I'm at, too. It's like now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to be all of me. And if people don't like it, it's, it's not I'm not for them. But I know in my heart that I'm not doing anything wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. So if anybody of the listeners who is out there suffering through a narcissist or has came out of a narcissistic uh, situation, I mean, I definitely urge you to get some form of help, some supporting help. Definitely, because it's one hell of a experience. It's hard, yeah. yeah, and that's why I'm like, I'm so grateful that you kind of reached out to me at that point because I didn't even know. Like, you were the first person I told. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's and, and that's all on. It's very synchronized. <laughs> synchronized when we go to yeah. Our oh, for sure. But yeah. that whole thing, and it's like it goes back to what you said too. I think that's like the most important thing of just like I was gonna let you were gonna let one asshole, and I was gonna let two assholes dictate what I was doing. Yeah, it's totally not right, and I think that's the plight of of every empath out there. You know, and and I think that's what encouraged me to talk about this on the forefront because I know I've written a post about it. But yeah. I really didn't went beyond that. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to write it. I don't want to write about it. I want to talk about it. I want to be able yeah. to express that this is what happens with, and it's a very common thing with empaths. And every empath that I've come across had gone through this bullshit situation. Yeah. And um, to me, it's just like, it's a disservice if I don't talk about my situation and, you know, what has helped me to get out of it yeah, and to realize like this is a pattern and it needs to stop. And well, I think even just having that awareness of like, for me, like the biggest thing was just like having the awareness that I wasn't wrong or that I wasn't bad. Oh yeah. It, it further confirms like, yeah, it, it's, it is so typical. And I, I, Oh, I really wanted to discuss about it too, because this is where the whole pseudo empathy comes oh, into play yeah. yeah and i know we talked about it in episode nine about that and you know it's like and for those people who don't understand what pseudo empathy is is that this is a person that claims to be an empath but on the low they're really a narcissist and they're really out there and they're probably scoping every social media handle that has to do with empaths because that's what they do they like yeah. to pray and unfortunately this is very common. It just hasn't been, it hasn't been furthered research or anything like that. But I'm beginning to think this is a social related trend. And it's scary because when you think that, oh, it's a conscious community and you got all these like-minded spiritual people that are coming out of the woodwork, you know, they're there. <laughs> Scoping you out. ain't safe. You're you ain't saying nowhere. <laughs> well, that's why it's like it's so important to trust your damn self. Like trust your own 
your own feelings, your own intuition. Oh, yeah. And speaking of intuition, that was episode two and three. We went into a whole yeah. two-part about that and how to, how to develop that and how to hold well, it I think on you that. said, like, that's the fundamental. Like, if you start with anything, like, start with those episodes because that's, like, the foundation yeah. for so, so much of what we discuss and so much of what we talk about. And that's, like, an ongoing thing. Because for me, it's, like, I'm always kind of, like, working at that muscle of really fully believing and trusting my own damn self. You have to, because I mean, and and like you said, it's like, it is the foundation. It formulates every decision you make in this life. Yeah. It really and does. the next layer is just not letting other people kind of sway you. Yeah. Setting up boundaries, especially as an empath, bro. As an empath, yeah. you have to have those boundaries strong because there's always going to be that one personality that think that they're just going to be slick with you. Yeah, you know, and that's where and you they have, have to stop. all the right. They have all the right tactics because they know how to get you. Exactly, exactly. And also, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yep, yep. Nothing, nothing in life is free or easy or quick or overnight. Yeah, that, and that was the one thing that my I was always taught ever since I was a kid by my mother. Like, if it sounds too good to be true, yep. <laughs> So so yeah so, um, shit. That's, that's pseudo empathy. Skinny skinny teas. They don't they don't work. Speaking of pseudo empathy, yeah. it was just like uh, it was just like our conversation about the the one guy that was like trying to get into my email. I was trying, to get and he kept yeah. on following me and following me, and I'll he did this whole like fucking game. game yeah it was a fucking game i'm just gonna call it out for what it is he unfollowed me then unfollowed me then unfollowed me and unfollowed me then to find out he's a fucking convicted murderer uh, this is like months later now and i was like this is yeah. some really like fucked up crazy shit because the guy is very young and uh supposedly was blaming it on his baby mother and and i was like you know what? i'm so over it i'm so over it and yeah you notice when it's a red flag when somebody's so quick to throw their better half under the bus. You know oh, what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. Then well, it's I, like I you're really not taking that. blame. Like you're putting the blame on so many other people but yourself. Yeah. And and I really question that anytime I'm having a conversation, especially on that level with someone else, and they're so quick to throw the other person under the bus, knowing that the other person's not there to defend themselves. Yeah. That's when I cut it short. I'm just like, this conversation can it can no longer go any Happen. further than yeah. No. And what's funny too, because even when I was in my twenties, like I would totally entertain those conversations. Not for not for the benefit of myself, but just to be a good listener and and I yeah. I guess it, it was more like validation from others where you know, yeah, I'm a good friend, you know, like, chat it up with me, blah, blah, blah. And I would sit there, and I was, I'm listening, and my intuition was going into overdrive, like, Jazz, you should really cut this conversation. But yeah. here I am, like, listening, and, you know, would always give, like, recommendations or, or give my best advice from, from where I was standing, from my experience, and which was very limited because I was just so young. Yeah. And now even today, you know, in my... 30s it's just I just cut the conversation short and I told this guy like flat out like you know what I understand you have your story but I don't know this other person's story 
So therefore, I can't come to the conclusion or make any type of advice for you that's going to be sound and right because right. I don't know the other account. Yeah, and you don't know the other. You don't know the other side. Yeah, supposedly and the story was you that you can't guess on it. Like you can't guess for on real. it. And it's, and the supposedly the story was was that this other chick, his baby mother, was very like she was like totally in awe quote-unquote, in what I was doing as far as my Instagram account and how I was helping other people and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great, but who is she? (laughs) That kind of a thing. Right. Never heard from the girl. So, one or two things happen. He's bullshitting. That's one. And number two, he's clearly not taking accountability for probably half, if not most, of the shit he was responsible for. So, at that point, that's when I just blocked. And yep. I, I was just like, uh-uh, we ain't doing this shit. And that's one of the things of, I think, setting up boundaries was really helpful in that situation because otherwise it would have been a whole, like, fucking drama of unfollowing and following, unfollowing and following, and this whole passive-aggressive shit. Yeah. It is. It's obnoxious. So obnoxious. Um, I'm just thankful, period, that I have a close knit of people that I can rely on, I can freely express and talk about any other issues and and not feel like one I'm being judged and two that I'm gonna get like some kind of clear advice or clear recommendation, you know, based off of the situation rather than some bullshit like story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's yeah, and it's like there's no What's the word? There's no motive. Yeah, like no agenda. Like I don't need the fucking agenda. Like I've got, I've been through, and I'm sure you have too, gone through that whole bullshit of um, of hidden motives. Like, well, there's always like there's so many people that have hidden motives. Yeah, that's the end. And that's, that's that scary happens part. all the freaking time. Like, how many times do you start a conversation with someone and then it's like you just know that something seems off or it's like you're just waiting for the um the motive to come forward or the ask to come forward yeah and i had that happen all the freaking time dude like oh my god like i can give you like countless stories of people that supposedly was my friend and supposedly had my back through bullshit only to just like turn around and like totally block you from even communicating with you well like no like not even like uh Okay, um, jazz has been real, fist bump, gone. No, none of that. It was just like, yeah, cut, just like block. disappearance. Yeah, and I was yeah, because like, it's like, well, I think that's the saddest part because I think what happens is when they don't get what they want from you, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna get it from her. Well, that's what it was, and it was just like, I was giving away like fucking free therapy, you know, yeah. kind of like a coach, if you, if you, if you will, like a life coach, a relationship coach. And and not even because it's not like it it really wasn't like I was like giving my advice per se. It was more like a listening ear. And as a result, because because really pretty much like the one girl I was telling you about, because I told her that, you know, their her relationship was fucked, like it wasn't gonna last. <laughs> like I just told her like flat out because first of all, I'm not gonna tell somebody just to like just because we're friends, okay? 
and and I want everybody to know that too. I'm putting that. That's why I'm putting this shit out there. Just because we're friends and we're cool, doesn't mean I'm gonna give you the fucking like sugar coated version to make you feel happy. I'm not. I'm gonna give you the truth because I expect the truth in return. So this guy was fucking abusing her. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, this is not going to fucking last. Like, you're just looking for a reason for him to slap you so hard that when you pass out, God forbid, you get slapped into a concussion and then you can't be revived. So which one is it? Like, that didn't make any sense. So therefore, because I was telling her the truth, she didn't like the bullshit. So probably like a month later, conversation was like cut short it got colder and then that's when I knew intuitively that it was a wrap it was over yeah and I was just like okay I'm I'm done with this BS like it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense and I think this even goes back to our previous episode on dealing with difficult people and that's probably the one where it was like almost like hand in hand with the whole narcissist conversation yeah. Because it's so, like, it's just draining. It's just very draining. But on a good note, thank God there's meditations and being able to improve your intuition so that you can, like, best tap into much better energy so that you can attract much better people to your life. Because that's really what it is. Like the positive. For real. Posse. And to anybody that's wondering, what the hell is a posse posse? Okay, well, boom, right? So we had, like, this whole episode, again, with Tom and Brian. And I think it was, like, it was yeah. the very first episode where we had them together. And yeah. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But it was a funny-ass episode. Yeah. Well, all of them were Yeah, funny. they were. They were hilarious. <laughs> but we were chatting it up with them. And I'm... And I was in mid-conversation, and I said something to the effect, posse. I was talking about posse. And bump how, like, Tom was laughing in the background. And then when I was done, like, (laughs) saying my point, he was like, I still can't get over how you said posse. And I was like, yeah, you like how I, like, throwing that old, like, old school kind of, like, slang. And he, and, yeah, it just stuck. Yeah. Yeah, it stuck. It definitely did. So, yeah, so posse. Now we have this whole DM, we have a DM thread on Instagram where we send like constant like gif. Yeah, you had to talk about that whole gif. Like that came forth that I want to say like what was gift day? 718 I believe. For real. So that's like the anniversary, dude. Yeah, because that's when we went like on a gif, like a gifathon, like gift the fuck out of everything. And that was when that milk boo came about. Oh my god, my milk boo, bro. That whole story. It was so funny, too, because it's like, literally, like, if you ever go on any of our Twitters, we send, like, so many freaking gifts, because there's four of us, and then it's funny, because, like, one person will be like, I got, like, 25 notifications, and it's all freaking gifts. That one morning, I woke up, and I look at my phone, and I got, like, 42 <laughs> notifications on Twitter. I was like, oh, yeah. It went down. The whole gift-a-thon. Yeah, it went down. Yep. That was so hilarious, though. The highlight. It really was. Well, that's how I would say. Like, like between that and the Instagram DMs of our whole, like, crew on there. Like, that's probably the only yeah. thing I look forward to. Because this is so funny. So It's hilarious. Oh, it's the bomb. I love our group. Like, 
seriously, like, you guys have made me realize, like, that's a too, true friendship is. Yeah, like, it's just, I guess it, like, it taps into that time when I was a teen, and, like, nothing really mattered. Yeah. It was just all about laughing and just cracking up and just having a good time. And that's what matters, though. That's what matters the most. For real. It's like, there's, like, no beef, no nothing like that. It's just, like, cracking jokes. It's just fun. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. fun. I definitely encourage that. With like, anybody that's out there, like, find your group. Be lighthearted. Yeah, find your tribe. Like, there's really, it's just so hilarious. It's just such a good time. Seriously, and that's actually funny, because I literally just made a whole post on Instagram about, um, childlike spirit <laughs> get out really not even playing if you go to my insta love ashley tay i literally i posted all these crazy videos like i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna lean into my quirkiness because now it's like i'm not gonna hide anymore so i'm just gonna show the world like my crazy self mm-hmm. and so i've been posting these <laughs> i've been posting these videos until basically today i wore this shirt that said adulting on it because it was from my mom for christmas and it's like, based on this shirt, I'm like, oh, this is funny. So I wrote a whole post about just, like, how much I love to laugh and how much I, like, dance around <laughs> and just, like, have fun and, like, have the childlike spirit. <laughs> that was so funny. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. To anybody yeah, I reference the uh, Toys R Us, I don't want to grow up on the Toys R Us. Hell yeah. That's me all day, dude. But it's, like, funny because my mom actually brought that up over the Christmas, like, over Christmas, and she said something to the effect of, like, how when you're positive and optimistic and, like, have an overall, like, lighthearted, humorous, like, mode about you, you live much longer. And it's so true. It is. Like, all my grandparents, like, my grandpa, he was, like, making jokes with the nurses until he died. It's, like, and then my grandma was so positive and so optimistic. It's, like, she ha- literally had cancer and she was still optimistic. Oh, yeah, no, you have to be. I mean, that's, I think that's the key to life. Just being optimistic, yeah. positive. It keeps, you, it keeps you young. It keeps you young. It truly does. Just tapping into that child spirit, really. It, it's such a big difference. Yeah, and I feel like we had an episode where we talked about that. Maybe it was just like offline, but like we talked about the rose-colored glasses. We did. We did have an episode about it. I thought so. Yeah, I think it was episode... Was it 27? Oh, no. It wasn't 27. Yeah. It was one of yeah, them. Yeah, no. It was definitely one of them. I did touch base on it. On, on the whole, like, tapping into your child, like, energy and... Child, like, yeah. Yeah. And, and using that to your to your personal gain, really, uh, as far as yeah. living. Just, you know, and um, what's another thing too I wanted to bring up? Oh yeah, real quick, like all the guests that we have, we had on the show. Um, oh yeah. yeah, we had we had many. If I remember correct, yeah, we had yeah. Well, other than obviously Tom and Brian. Yeah, so episode ten we had Christine Medina of the CM Brand, where we were talking about the pros and cons of the modern entrepreneur. We had Brian obviously from past from the past podcast, and we were discussing about pretty much everything under the sun. We were talking about like music, music. Well, that, yeah, that was the episode that we talked about the Wiz Khalifa. Album. Yep, yep. 
And then following Brian, we also had Tom. Yeah, we had was Tom next? Tom was next. Yeah. So Tom was talking about his blog, Good Grievings, and dealing with grief and stuff like that from his perspective. And that one was pretty good. That was his first podcast. Yeah, well, it was Christine's first podcast. Too. Yeah, we had a lot of, like, first-timers. first-timers. Yeah, we were popping cherries left to right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We also... I think the majority... You know what's so funny to us? I think the majority of these people were first-timers other than so. Brian. Brian, because he's got his own... Brian, because he's got his own show. But it's like, yeah, I think pretty much the rest of the guests were all first-timers. That's amazing. Um, oh, we also had Cheryl Schwartz, and she oh, yeah. talked about her journey as you know, empowering others as a social worker and talking that about was her conversation. Yes, it was, um, especially That's about the one of my favorites. Like, yeah, interview wise, like of course Brian and Tom, and they were all good, but that one was really good. Yeah, because I, what I love about it was that she was going out of her way, starting this whole like women's empowerment project. And yeah. using like the power of affirmations, which I'm really big on. Um, so yeah, that was that was a great conversation. Then we spoke to Ryan and Rebecca. Um, oh yeah, yeah, we were talking to them, talking about uh, you know uh, getting through addiction and unemployment loss and the sudden relocation, and the whole story, um, and about their you know their collective writing projects, which were very interesting, and. Um, who else we had? Uh, we had Tom's wife, Elena. Yes, Elena we had on board. And she was just sharing her whole inspiring story about uh, using her strength to, to, get, to pretty much navigate towards reaching her desires, especially being as a mother and a wife. So that was very empowering. Yeah. Uh, what's another one? Who else do we had? Brian and Tom, we always had. <laughs> yeah, I think we had like well, we had each of them individually, and we had two shows where they both came on. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And I know we're gonna do a repeat coming really yeah, soon. Yeah, for sure. And then we have all of our after hours. Oh yeah, episodes. Oh geez. And who could that forget? Was how Zinlo. Zinlo was born, and Purple Penis. For and real. The time that you talked about the time you talked about like cleaning your vagina. <laughs> oh yeah 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 the the womb clean the womb bath oh my yeah, gosh yeah clean. you definitely had to check out that episode i really encourage all that that womb cleanliness you definitely yeah i mean if you're especially if you're uh you know spiritually in tune or in the process of your you know your spiritual growth as a woman uh yeah definitely check out that that episode i mean all jokes aside i mean it's it's imperative as a woman to have her womb like energetically balanced. And in that episode, I went through a whole shitload of, uh, of facts, <laughs> even about, uh, the one episode I was talking about masturbation. Remember that? Oh yeah. Facts on facts. Facts on facts. Yeah. It was episode 19. It was, uh, after was hours. The first after hours. I think that was the second one. Cause I see after hours too. So. Oh yeah. 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 That was our whole, episode on that why wow, even did little crouton when did little crouton come about i think little croutons came about when we when we had that one episode where was zillow with this no zillow came on afterwards 
the idea yeah, of Zinlo was the one. Zinlo came on with the episode with the wine bottle. Yeah. Shit, I can't remember. We were based, like what happened was she started telling me like this is the kind of wine you are. Yep, yep. And then from that, it's like I'm a little bit of every. I was a little bit of Zinfandel and then Merlot. Oh yeah, that's right. That's how Zinlo came about. <laughs> Yeah, Zinfandel and Merlot. Oh my gosh, that's funny. The names we come up with, dude, is funny. I know, it's straight hilarity. Oh, oh, and then we had to go to our lingo. We have all of our random lingo. Oh yeah, we have to go to our list. 2035 lingo. So 2035 is a year that uh, we're ahead of. (laughs) Because we're not in 2019. We're actually in 2035. No, we're future. We're future. For real. So, we came up with this whole, like, list of new set of words that make sense to us. And Posse, uh, Posse was one of them. We also... HHA, baby. Hyper, hyper aware, <laughs> which is, like, when you're on the next level of your intuition, is just, like... The next level, the next level, the next for real. level. And, and then FRFR, obviously, but that's, like, straight. No, everyone knows that. And then... PP, premonition pop, premonition yep. pop. That's when you, that's when you're like thinking advanced and it's just popping all over the place that it's also synchronized with somebody else. Yeah, it's like I know when you're gonna post. We had that the other night, didn't we? Have, we had an experience. So we had this experience between our posse, <laughs> right? On uh, Instagram. Yeah. And when we got into like this whole like super positive like vibe, and I think it was right after we did our show or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, because that was like that I was dancing around a little way to wrestle. And then all of a sudden, right? I look at the time and it's fucking like eleven to eleven. And then Brian went and did a screenshot of it. And he's like, it's eleven. Yeah. And I was just like, oh shit. We're like right on the same time. Like it's just it's just crazy. Yeah. It was just good times, I'm telling you. Good times For real. around. Especially when you're vibing that high, you can't help yeah. it. It is definitely a high. But it's so crazy too. It's so crazy too, Jazz. Because I was literally—I think I said this on my podcast the other day—but I was just mentioning how, like, at the very beginning of this year, like early this, like end of December last year, and then especially January when I was really going through it, I remember being on the floor in my apartment, like crying or some shit. And I remember telling, like, thinking to myself, "I just want to be back to that place." Where I'm in the flow and I just forget to eat and I forget to turn on lights. That sounds unhealthy, but it's like I remember being in that place when I was doing the previous podcast. Like I would just be in my apartment, like doing the podcast, engaging on all the platforms, and I'd forget the time. I'd lose track of time. I'd be so in it. And the beginning of the year, I was just like, I would do anything to be back in that place. And then, like last night or whenever, whenever that happened, I was just like dancing around. I'm like, damn, like I'm literally back at that place where I'm like, I forget all, tr- I lose all sense of time. I don't turn on lights. And I'm just like so happy all the time. Dude, it's so funny because I felt like that today. Like I had that feeling of like, wow, like shit, life is good, bro. Like this yeah. is where it's at. Yeah. And I literally just get that like feeling. I'm like, life is so good right now. Yeah. And, and for it to just like, that's why I'm just like on. I'm looking forward to, to 2019, but I honestly can't say that 
that it was a bad year for me. Like, I'm not one of those. I don't think I'm part of that group that felt like 2018 was just such a hard year. It really wasn't. And yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, the beginning was hard, but like the end, like, I think the end is going to outweigh the yeah. beginning. Like, the, the good is going to outweigh the bad because it's like the, the end of the year, like since March or since, since we started this, it's been an uphill, like, showboat. <laughs> That's another word. <laughs> showboat. <laughs> Fashion, fashion boat. boat. No, it's fashion. <laughs> it's been a nonstop fashion boat. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, truthfully, it was like that. Like, and yeah, it definitely outweighed. All the good stuff definitely outweighed the bad shit. And, but it, it's just like, it wasn't that bad. Like, it just wasn't like, like 2015. 2015 was just such a bad year period. And then 2016 was just like, Oh God, can it get any worse? Like, why? Like, why is it doing this to me? And then 2017 was just like, okay, fuck it. It's just, it's bad. It's just okay, whatever. It's bad. And in 2018, I was just like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I'm getting uh, okay. I'm seeing the good stuff that's like coming forth, and and I realized that the reason why was because I positioned myself and I put myself in alignment with things that were healthy for me and I was finally cutting those cords from all the bad shit that I engaged in and that was like toxic uh interactions toxic relationships yeah like toxic interactions with people that should have been cut from my life a long time ago so so yeah so I, I mean yeah 2018 it did had its good and bad but for the most part like it's it really wasn't like even in retrospect, it wasn't that bad. Like it was Yeah. Even hindsight, it's like, yeah, I can look back at those times at the beginning of the year and it was like, yeah, it was shitty, but I think I'm just gonna be more focused on like all the good that came out of this year. Yeah, for sure. So coming down to it since we're medicine, um, let's talk about like what we're looking forward to now with two thousand and nineteen as far as Soul Gap. Uh, our podcasting studio, yeah. our dance in the air, our dance in the airport. For real. Okay, so so check this out, right? So me and Ash has been talking about this for the longest, and we desire like having putting this podcast as a feature vlog and being able to like tape the damn thing. So we were talking about it and we were going back and forth and we were like, you know how dope it would be if we just go to New York through it and just catch up at the airport and just do like a whole fucking video sequence where we're like, <laughs> we're like dancing on the skywalk in like the airport and shit. <laughs> so all I kept thinking was like, shit, I could just imagine myself like doing like the moonwalk on the fucking airport. Like, and it's like this whole like dance yeah. sequence and it's like synchronized swimming. That shit would be so lit, bro. Until like security comes to get us, and then they'd be like, "Okay, what you right. guys doing? Like, oh, you want to be in our episode? What you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, come join the show. For real, we're doing a live broadcast. You want to be on? <laughs> yeah. Well, then we were saying that we were gonna walk up to randoms in the airport. Bro, I really, I really want to ask questions and stuff like that, just to kind of like engage and get myself, yeah, get myself out of that box, because. Like, I'm such an introvert, so, like, for me to do that would be, like, an extra step. 
but we'll be together so i'll kind of nudge you in the right oh direction. yeah 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 because hell like if it was just be by myself i probably wouldn't do it like i just yeah i'll go back into my little bubble <laughs> but yeah we'll make it happen yeah for sure so that's like one of our biggest things and we're gonna have a purple we're gonna have a purple cow hell yeah I'm gonna sleep and li- I'll sleep and live in the studio for the whole Purple Heart gang. Yeah, yeah, and then we're gonna get Purple Heart tattoos. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> it would be so lit, dude. Like just to have Soul Gav as yeah, and then we'll have like this big studio with like one of those light up signs that says Soul Gav. Hell yeah, and like our featured guests, like we so want to have like Snoop Dogg on our show, dude. Like. Snoop and Sally. Like we're gonna we're gonna have like a whole kitchen set up too, where we can have like a do like yes. a live studio in kitchen and have Snoop like come and chop up some lettuce with us and be like, "Yo, Snoop and Salad, bro." Yeah, yeah. And then we'll make a song, and then we're gonna have rappers come through. We're gonna have our first rapper be Lil Crouton for real, and then we'll have Coolio. Lil Crouton. You know, hopefully, Coolio he can come out of his his show and come and set it up for us. Yeah, he'll set the whole thing up, and then it will be like uh, Coolio can go into the kitchen with uh, Snoop Dogg because he has his For cooking real. show. Dude, that would be lit, litty, like oh beyond. It would yeah. be beyond. But I can't wait. I and that's why we're putting it out in the universe, and yeah, we're expecting this shit to happen. We really want to go big with this, and yeah. We're dreaming big. Help us get a studio. Help us get a studio with a purple couch that I can sleep for on. Real. So to anybody that wants to donate, well, so I saw, <laughs> we do have a Patreon I'll account. I'll bring my yoga mat. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring my yoga mat that I slept on before. No, but legit, if anybody wants to donate, we do have a Patreon account. It's the same name, Soul Guy with Ash and Jazz. You can look us up on there. True. We'd love to like, we would love to do like a whole like show up there and Definitely, like, just get Soul Gap out there. We uh, really want to sh- continue to share our views and our whole, like, perspectives and our personal experiences and how we deal with shit, you know, that's relatable. As it continues. Yeah, it's totally relatable. Yeah. And Very much so. Mm-hmm. And then if we get the live studio, I can dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have, like, a whole poll. Like, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> A pole and like a Saturday night fever, sh- a Saturday night fever. Oh my floor. god, dude, with the disco ball. Oh no, it'd be over. Yeah, we have we have to have a we have to have a disco ball and then a fog machine. Oh my god, with the lights, with the strobe lights. Oh yeah, my god, with strobe lights. That would be lit. And then we can have Bone Thugs come and sing with Wiz Khalifa. Dude, can you imagine like if all these people just show out? Seriously. Oh yeah, people. No, wouldn't that be dope? So we could get like Wiz Khalifa to come through, and he would sing FRFR, and then Bone Thugs would drop in, and they'd sing uh, "Reach for the Stars." And then random Snoop just comes in, and he starts rapping. Yeah, Snoop comes through. Oh man, everybody drop through. Everybody drop through. And then we have Brian and Tom, and we'll go meet them on Willow and. Ted. There you go. I saw that post, uh, the Twitter post, dude. I totally forgot to like. I was at work, and I was like, I looked down, and I saw it, and I was like. I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'll be down. I would definitely be down. New York in June in July? Was that the date? Oh yeah, because we gotta go for yeah, we gotta go for gift day. Yeah. 
Then we can make live gifts. Like we can make live gifts in a Lincoln tunnel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be so funny. Like a whole synchronized type of gift. Can you imagine? Or like a flash mob. Can you imagine doing a flash mob in the Lincoln tunnel? Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Traffic would stop. Or or uh, slow down. Oh for sure it would. Oh yeah, it would definitely slow down. Oh my gosh. That'd be so funny. Good times. I could totally hilarious. see it. Oh, and then we also did mention that we're going to make our merchandise. Yes. Yes, definitely. So for 2019, be on the lookout. We're definitely looking into making teas because we always talk about a uh, little crouton on the show. We're also talking about Snoop and Salad. So we want to be super creative and stuff like that. And we have to have one that's a fashion boat. It's like a boat, <laughs> like a fashion model. Fashion oh, the fashion boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> And to anybody that's wondering, like, what's a whole fashion boat? It was like that one episode we were talking about how, like, on social media is just like a whole like parade of like people just showing out, and it's just like a whole fashion boat. I don't know how the. To... Hold on, can we please? Can we please make a shirt with a purple penis, and then we can make one with four? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm down for that. Totally down for that. I want to see who would wear it too. <laughs> Oh, I know. Seriously. That'd probably be like the number one seller, dude. Oh, it would, for sure. Can you imagine, like, look inside would be like the tagline? <laughs> <laughs> look inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And we can make a Zidlo t shirt, too. Yeah. That'd be so cute, though. Zidlo. That would be hilarious. It really would. We should make like a whole. We should make a quiz where it tells you what wine you are. <gasps> Dude, why didn't I think of that? We have to do that because it's like you gave me my wine. You're like, oh, that's what you are. Yeah, shit, I didn't even think about that. That has to be like a quiz app or something. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm sure there's got to be something. Yeah, like we can have our little bit moji and we can tell you which one you are. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that. We have to find yeah. it. And the little crew time is going to drop his mixtape. Oh, yeah. Well, all the tracks on the playlist. All the tracks. And then the little guy will have like a crew. Like, instead of like, you know how 21 Savage has the uh, sword or the knife on his forehead? Yeah. He'll have a crouton on his forehead. Dude, with the spoon. <laughs> with the spoon or fork whatever is better for you <laughs> I think fork because how else are you going to eat a salad you're not going to eat a salad that's true spoon. unless you're picking up another crouton <laughs> yeah that's true you never exactly. know but fuck those croutons well I want to wish all the listeners out there a very safe and happy and healthy New Year's Eve as we welcome in 2019. And we definitely want to thank all the loyal listeners out there who has been tuning in with us since we first started and we had our humble beginnings with Soul Gab. Ash, you want to say anything? For sure. Just ditto to what you just said. Love it! If you're not following us, please do so. We're on Instagram, Soul Gab with Ash and Jazz. Twitter, Soul Gab, Ash and Jazz. And we're on Facebook, same name, same station. 
wishing y'all for sure for sure all the love and peace and soul guys. soul <laughs> later <laughs> <laughs>